Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning to you. This is the U105 phone-in. Now, palliative care is being highlighted this week. It's a special uh, care week and indeed it's relevant to so many families and we don't give it enough thought. And indeed, a research report from Ulster University has found that better public understanding of this form of care is required indeed to improve care for end-of-life patients and indeed for families of those patients across the country. I I want to speak to a lady who's very familiar uh, with indeed the process that families go through. Uh, Helen Smith. Helen, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Frank? I'm very well, Helen. Helen, your mum is called Angela, and your mum, your your mum, very well known in in, in Belfast in, in teaching circles, education circles, and indeed in music circles. Very, very talented, vibrant woman, and then dementia sets in at a relatively young age. This must have this must have really shocked you. Yeah, it's been it's been a journey, Frank. So over the last nine years or so, mum has experienced cognitive decline. She has a rare form of dementia, PCA, which stands for posterior cortical atrophy. Um, and during this time, she's progressively lost the ability to do many things for herself. And her verbal communication is now very limited. So um, it's my dad, uh, who handily enough is a retired nurse, cares for him at home um, with enormous attentiveness and patience. Um, they're actually married 40 years next month and are very open and sociable people. So um, I suppose they, they have instinctively sought out support um, networks and opportunities to make what is now our rea- reality a little bit brighter. And it's been then that introduction to palliative care that's really enriched their lives. How much of a benefit was it to you, Dad, being a retired nurse? Because other families may not be able to cope as well as you've coped. Yeah, Dad is, I mean, be listening now, but um, we could not be more proud of him and his ability to just take on other things, think ahead um, and just really... I suppose be be the planner and the driver as well as um, continually caring for mum um, with such patience. So yeah, it's been it's been fabulous. How much support do you need from outside agencies? Because I, I was actually lucky enough on a few occasions to cross the path of your mum and to see your mum's great talents, particularly as a, as a musician. Yeah. How difficult is it for for you to to see mum's decline? Of course, it's enormously difficult, um, and we we suppose 
adjust to the reality and are gaining resilience and strength as this journey moves forward. But I have to say it's it's the support, the emotional and psychological support that the, like, the Alzheimer's Society in Northern Ireland provides to my family, the opportunity for them to go to Singing for the Brain, which totally energises mum um, and gives her, um, I suppose, an energy and, and, um, and, and dad as well. It's the opportunity for him to have that supportive environment um, the hospice as well they run a Friday club as we call it in our house and it's it's that sort of space of social connection and attention um, and that warm and supportive atmosphere that allows dad to kind of offload and you know work through whatever he's he's experiencing um, you know in the week but th- those elements make my my experiences uh, better because I'm you know living working full-time, living my own life. So if they're happy, me and my brothers are happy. So it's it's been um, that holistic experience of, of and, and the networks that they can access, the emotional and mental support that is provided to my parents and our wider family as a result is making this um, experience as bright as it can be. And do you see mum get some benefit from that, from that, from that concerted effort from others? Oh, 100%. Um, you know, you can see the light in her eyes. She's more energised. You know, there's a bit of mischief um, and she just enjoys the crack. And um, music will obviously is a big part of the therapies that um, they can access. And that has been a constant in both my mum and dad's life. Um, they met at Salinas' Choral Society. To this day, we're all still involved. Um, and those components are, you know, yeah, are the... Yeah, the, the the energy and the brightness that that that, that, could, that kind of keeps them motivated and um, happy during this time. And would you encourage other families who may be going through something similar to tap into what what your mom obviously specialised in music to, to 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 tap into that source of energy maybe to to help the the, the family generally and particularly the patient uh, through through the challenge. Absolutely, I think it's it, the research would would show that music is so powerful, and um, where there are opportunities to, you know, be involved in a network of other people, and just the atmosphere of music and the energy um, that that creates in a room is very enriching. And um, certainly, you know, where where those opportunities are out there, I would I would encourage anyone, any family member who's in this scenario, to be open to that and sociable and just. Um, you know, gain as much from from that as they can. Well, uh, every good wish to your mom and dad, uh, Helen. Thank you very much for speaking to us, and and pass on our, the regards of anyone who's ever sat at a concert that where your mom was playing the piano. Uh, to send send her our good wishes. Thank you, Helen. Thank you. Not a, not a problem. Good to talk to you, Frank. I also want to speak to Brendan O'Hara, who is the, the lead on Palliative Care Week. He's the programme manager. Uh, good morning, Brendan. Good morning, Frank. It's interesting research. We've just heard from Helen there how important the various forms of this care is to a variety of patients across the country. But the research suggests that we, we don't fully understand what's available and at what levels it's available. Yeah, well, there is research that's just been published this week that shows why 86% of people are familiar with the term palliative care. There's still quite a many misconceptions that it's only for older people, that it's only for the final six of 
six months of life and it's only available in the hospital setting and it's interesting and, it, it, and, and thank you to Helen for talking about her own family experience this morning because it's it, these personal stories enable us to have these wider conversations uh, in, in Helen's case her mother is living with dementia a lot of people still don't understand that palliative care is not just for cancer it is of course for people with advanced cancer but also for a whole lot of other conditions including dementia and, and I'm at an event this morning at, up at Stormont where the British Heart Foundation are talking about people with heart failure and the situations that they face around uh, dealing with palliative and end-of-life care circumstances. There are so many people in so many different positions, as you've suggested, and we always tend to think of the hospice and that's the only place where where it is. We've got to have a wider vision of what we may have to encounter in our families, maybe in the very near future. That's true. I mean, up to 80% of people could benefit from palliative and end-of-life care support. Now, that support could be provided in a person's own home and often has been provided in people's own home. It can be provided where people are living in nursing home, in hospital and in hospices for those cases where there are more very complex needs. A lot of palliative care is provided in in, uh, in community settings by GPs, by district nursing and also by families. And you've, you've heard from Helen this morning about her own family's experience and Families who are caring for people at end of life also need to be supported. The carer needs to be supported. Opportunities even for, for respite from, from caring. Nobody ever looks on it as a burden when they're caring for their own family, but it can be quite difficult at times. People sometimes need a break. So there is that society requirement as well to support those who are caring. And that's not just for healthcare professionals, that's for communities as well. And I think we still live, and thankfully we live in a society where people still care for each other. But sometimes they just feel... Am I intruding or am I, do the people want me to get involved? But I think for the most part, people appreciate when their neighbours and their communities and their other organisations rally around. It was interesting just to hear uh, um, Helen talk about the emotional and psychological support that, uh, that was received through the Alzheimer's Society, Sing for the Brain. All of those things go up to improve a person's quality of life, which is the goal of palliative care when people are living with a life-limiting illness. Brendan, thank you very much indeed. I know you're busy there at Stormont. Thank you uh, for coming on and for explaining it uh, to us. And if you're in a similar position to Helen at this moment in time, obviously our our thoughts are are with you because very often the amount of time you're dedicating to a loved one is something that's ignored by those who don't have an opportunity to look in on what you're actually uh, doing. So good morning. to you wherever you happen to be this morning. Thanks to Helen, indeed, uh, for speaking to us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.